The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Captain Sean Holmes. And I'm your officer, Brian Massey. Today, we have an episode about... What, what is the episode about? The Squire of Gothos. But, but wait, what is that? No, there's no, no more questions. Too much, too many questions. Uh, okay. Engage! Well, hello. Greetings and felicitations. Greetings and felicitations from the podcast studio. Welcome to the Prime Directive. Uh, yes, we. this is the Prime Directive, episode 18 of the Squire of Gothos. Oh, things are going to get silly. <laughs> things are really going to get silly. <laughs> oh, and they're boy. really going to be just overall shitty but we'll get that in yeah. the latter half episode allow me to correct myself by the way uh your first officer brian Matt, i don't know why i said officer it's it's been a rough officer week for, uh, this is yeah. your first officer brian <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough week for all of us let's not even dare worry about that no i'm welcome not, to the prime directive yeah well but welcome to the we're prime bad, directive we're you, you can happen. find solace in us right from all the things that are troubling Come you. Come on in and talk about the future. Come on in and let's talk about the yeah. future where the money doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And how. And Except how. for when it does exist. That's, I mean, there's a discrepancy there, isn't there? Because, like, depends Depending on what episode you watch. <laughs> I mean, because, like, there's some episodes where it's, like, you know, like, I don't know, there's federal credits or what the fuck ever, but then, like... Right. John Luke Picard and like you know first contact it's just like you know we don't have money here no we strive for the betterment of mankind I'm like well wait no that that alone just is a I don't know whatever we'll get to that um whenever we get to that <laughs> we'll get to it when we get to it mm-hmm. but uh uh today I d- I really didn't have anything planned to to talk about in terms of Star Trek so um, so something pulling something off of uh um I don't know uh. Beyond, do we really I mean, get? Do we really get our full feelings on that? On on beyond, uh, I feel like I, I've said everything I really want to say about beyond. Okay, so to beyond, be perfectly well, honest we, with you, we said everything we wanted to about beyond. I mean, like I don't know, like again, the, the, to sum up, if if you didn't, I thought that while it was a noble effort, I thought it was ultimately kind of boring, um, and I thought Eater Silva was kind of wasted as a character, um, but you yeah. know, it, it I wouldn't say don't go see it i would definitely say it's a rental yeah uh <laughs> but um you know i wouldn't go waste 20 dollars on a blu-ray of that but that's just me oh oh uh speaking about blu- blu-ray uh star trek enterprise complete series blu-ray set coming out in january <laughs> because nobody asked for it <laughs> <laughs> but the complete I, uh, set i mean look i don't 
am I the only person that like just doesn't find Enterprise all that? I mean, well, actually, let me backtrack. Uh, the the idea of Enterprise, the idea of Enterprise is appealing to me because it's before the Federation is really fully established. It's kind of like a continuation of First Contact from you know, Zephram Cochran's point of view. To be perfectly honest, it, it literally begins with like Zephram Cochran. I'm going to take a leak. <laughs> like seeing off the NX-01. I don't detect any you know? leak. Going so, to pee. Uh, yeah. Does not pee anybody in the 24th century ever pee? <laughs> There's got to be better music choices in the in that century, right? Uh, I mean, I'm I I don't know what he was he was going on some like yeah. like 1069 um the Eagle bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was going for classic rock, but like the classic rock that is really like some of those songs are just like it's okay. Yeah. That'll do. Dina. Actually, That'll actually do. I found I found out I found out like the oh, I'll go off Star Trek for a little bit, so so okay. hope, but hopefully the nerd won't come back and uh and criticize it. Cr- you know, you know what? Uh, hold on. Before, before, before we but, begin, hold on. I, I've heard word that they're on vacation. They're down in like, you know, Florida right now. They're kind okay. of, you know, cause something came up. So he's not here. He's not here. Yeah. So, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. I'm so, just making sure. Um, so if you want to rob like, them, now's the perfect time. You know, I could, I could take his, he's uh, got a box slave one. Man, yeah, the block from Shadows one. of the Empire. So there, there you uh, go. That might that might be it. Oh, the Outrider, the Outrider, right? right. And so. the Outrider. <laughs> we we would steal some dumb shit, wouldn't we? It's like <laughs> leave the jewels, take the toys, <laughs> take the toys. <laughs> no one, no one takes any. That's gold. worth more. All the gold and all like the like the Hope Diamond could yeah. be sitting there and like just on the table or something. And we would just, just grab like, oh my god, and then just look over. <gasps> it's Han Solo frozen a carbonite. Oh my, and he's a bottle opener. <laughs> no, not even that. Not even that. It's like I, you'd pass by all this stuff and you'd see me and I'd be like, holy shit. And the camera would pan to me. It's like a boxed real Ghostbusters firehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is amazing. <laughs> like yep. that, that, that's the kind yep. of simpleton I am. As know? I was saying about um, <laughs> about our uh, local station, 106.9 The Eagle. 106.9 um, The Eagle. I was saying a lot of her songs uh, is, is translucent and very similar to to the rock radio station on GTA five. Yeah. So anytime, and I've been playing a lot of GTA five as of late. Uh-huh. So every time I play I, or, or every time I drive, I'm like, am I, am I playing the video game? Am I in it right now? <laughs> it's like Rick and Morty. I, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Hollywood nights going on. I'm like, Oh, this is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm on my, my, get my, my, uh, how, how does that song go my again? pedal, my pedal just goes slowly forward. Yeah. How, how, how does that song uh, go again? Uh, no, I'll pull, I'll pull it up. Pat for is time, that, is, buddy. Yeah. Right on. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Wow. Um, it's been kind of a, I'm, I'm honestly kind of exhausted. I mean, look, uh, I, I, and I know I've come on this show before and again, I've mentioned that before, but where I like unload baggage, I don't really have baggage to unload. I'm just so tired. <laughs> Uh, it's it's everything. I'm Can't just... you see he's pooped? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. That sounded like like this. Of course. Oh, right on. I don't know what happened there. Oh shit! <laughs> I just realized. Oh, I had I had two things playing at once. Oh shit! That's why it sounded so weird. Oh. 
Oh. I'm not getting that on my channel. Yeah, you're, you're getting a little bit behind the scenes, if you will. <laughs> oh, the oh joy. So anyway, this is the the track that I was talking about. Yeah. So that's the. Oh, uh, okay. I I turned. I, this I, looks I, like this feel. I think this, that's a live version. I don't. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> I tuned into a Star Trek podcast and they played fucking Bob Seger. <laughs> What's wrong with this show? <laughs> Honestly, this is, this is the song that comes on, and I'm just like, I'm just like, all right. Let me get the floor. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know. Like if you play GTA Five for yeah. a while, for a while, this song gets stuck in your head. Yeah, really I'll easily. I'll, I'll tell you something I really dig about GTA Five, like, um, especially after being at, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, he's got that drum beat. I'll be, the, I'll be the rocking voice. the hi hat and then getting the snare. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> what I really dig about that game is like, especially after having been out in Los Angeles, it's like, wow, they really just put Los Angeles in a freaking game. Like they did. Which is so cool because, like, I just I fell in love with Los Angeles like over the course of a week, and to be able to go in that game and actually just walk around Los Angeles, I'm like, this this is pretty legit. I dig it. You know, like they did a great job drafting yeah. what uh, LA looked like. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, I was in Pasadena the most of the time, but I was in downtown Los Angeles for a good amount of time as well. Um, and honestly, like, there's no reason not to go out there. You know. Granted, there's a lot of fires, there's drought, you know, all kinds of nasty shit does go on. So, yeah, there is actually reason not to go out there, but at the same time, I had a great time. Yeah. But, I don't know. So, anyway. Speaking of Hollywood. Well, speaking of Hollywood, well, the 50th anniversary is, is upon us. and uh, the, 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 the 50th anniversary? The 50th anniversary has came, has came and it came and gone, and and now. Um, oh, of Star Trek. Of Star Trek. Yes. They get, remember, this is a Star Trek podcast. Word. You know, I'm sorry. Sometimes it's easy to forget when we when we. Yeah, it happens. It, it does happen. I won't hold it against you. <laughs> so anyway, it's okay, baby. So anyway, um, um so today we're going to talk about uh, episode 18 of the uh, of Star Trek, um, the Squire yeah. of Gothos. And we'll get into all that silly shit and about, and, and about Pops uh, hacking a, a, a monitor, um, as we jokingly thought, right after this break. This episode is brought to you by Audible.com, home of thousands of audiobooks. Click through the link in the episode description below and receive two free audiobooks of your choice. We at the studio recommend Ready Player One, as narrated by Star Trek what? alumni Will Wheaton. That's two free audiobooks from Audible.com. Click the link now. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Today's show is brought to you by Castwave Studios' Amazon page. Help our tiny, poor studio and save money at the same time. All you got to do is go to castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Learn it, bookmark it, love it. That's castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Sean is motioning me for to stretch it out. Stretch it out. <laughs> hmm. <Interesting. laughs> no. <laughs> I refuse. And we're back. 
So, welcome back. Welcome back for Prime Directive. Episode 18, The Squire of, the Squire of Gothos. The, the um, directive that keeps on priming. The, the direct, Prime Directive. The directive that keeps on priming. <laughs> or, or just say, live long in podcasts, like I would <laughs> usually say. Um, <laughs> like, I'm trying like new things. Like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, this is a, uh, it's a wacky episode. It's fun. I would not think it's, but it's fun, but it's not like too fun. Right. You you see what I'm saying? I I don't know about you. I I thought this was a laugh riot a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but it's it's fun. But it's not yeah. it's not it's not like really cheesy like right bad fun. But you do get some of those references that that Futurama pulled from. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, like yeah. they they about, absolutely about, they absolutely based the, those characters off of this. Like uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're. I mean, the, you, you, spoiler alert. And I don't think I even need to say this at this point. Um, the the main uh, bad guy, Trelane, Trelane, is a child basically, yes. and he's it's, which is a, yeah. a pretty big reveal. Um, so so, but I, but I don't think I, I to really dive into this episode. I don't really think uh, like we're gonna kind of do it some justice. So I'll just did the skew in of what happens, starting from basically the. Beginning. Ship's log. Stardate 2124.5. First Officer Spock reporting for Captain James Kirk. We are orbiting the lone, unrecorded planet in the star desert. For four hours, we have made every possible instrument sweep. But Captain Kirk and Helmsman Sulu remain unaccounted for. I have placed the ship on red alert. So, so basically, they disappeared... Mm-hmm. Um, everyone I noticed in the beginning, very very beginning, everyone had cups, and 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 I started to to like say, did something something is this another one like disease uh, episode where the ship is poisoned, like and, uh, like you I, know how like you know O'Reilly might have like gotten something in the cup or something or I don't know. I think I think um, anytime we mention O'Reilly, we sh- uh, this this should be a prime directive uh, thing. People should drink. Yes. Or anytime we don't talk about Star Trek, <laughs> O'Reilly is my spirit animal. Anytime, anytime we uh, go off the <laughs> off the off the thing about Star yeah. Trek, we, you drink. And anytime someone mentions O'Reilly, as, a, as an as an Irish man, O'Reilly is my spirit animal. <laughs> he, you know, he is your spirit animal. Look, it's green. Um, that's very green. Yeah, and no, that's not an, that's March. Not a... March, as known, the month of O'Reilly. Yes. Um. So. So then they then they we send a landing some, party. They got to do something about that, by the way. They send a landing party to to go down, and then they get to the castle. Now the castle is just. It's, I made I made the illusion that it looked an awful lot like okay. Anybody who's ever played Super Mario World at all instantly recognizes this as like. The outside of the castle before Mario goes in and has to defeat one of the Koopa kids, or well, not the Koopa. Actually, I don't think it was the Koopa kids this time around. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, it looked like Castlevania, sure. Um, I saw, but like, no, it looked like. Um, yeah, he's, he's uh, Mario Castle, Super Mario World. 
Oh, is it in Super Mario World? Super Mario. Is that what it reminded you of? Yes. We don't plan. We don't. We don't plan stuff out for the show. No, we don't. And you know what? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. And like, fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> so okay, this right here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> tell me that doesn't look like. Tell me that doesn't look like Kirk's about to go in there and leave Yoshi <laughs> outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greetings and felicitations. Greetings and solicitations. I am Squire. You shall call me Squire. Yeah. He he was such a he was such a retired general, sir. He was a child general. Um, Very fancy. So okay, uh, let's get into the meat and bones of this. Basically, um. What everybody thinks is going to be this giant battle or is going to be this giant offensive threat happens to be this... How do I describe Trelane? <laughs> Trelane! How do I describe... He, he's a bit of a... Um, I wouldn't call him a dandy. He probably, I, I, made, I made the joke I, that, that like it would, for, I pulled this one from Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> Sir, do you putt from the rough? <laughs> Excuse me. I said what? How what did you say? How dare you? Um, um, he's he's this very fanciful. I mean, okay, I I figure that he's gotta be like from I don't know. All right, he's he's got he has to have viewed. Like, so so he's from, a fancy guy. Yeah, he's a fancy guy, and uh, we're gonna go into the episode here. And we're gonna start start crunching out uh, crunching away at our categories. So, because right. uh, we're, we're, we're the to- the clock is clock, clock ticking. Is clock is ticking. So uh, yeah. You know that is really getting annoying. All this right. is uh, engineering. This is special effects. Um, so uh, for this one, very basic, very basic uh, special effects. Um, I mean, there's a phaser, one off. Right. Like twice. There's a, there's a lot of shots where. Um... Either you know they're they're obviously having somebody stay in place and then replacing a prop there. Yeah. Um, I made the point that like you know, wow, because right now like the mannequin pose is like a big thing on YouTube, and I was like, yeah. wow, it's kind of topical that we're getting because like everybody's frozen in place like this. Everyone's a mannequin. <laughs> Everyone do the mannequin. Uh, so 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 I thought I thought you know they did a decent job, but it wasn't that impressive. For the I, time. I mean, uh, you know, Trelane's, for the time it was just kind of like, yeah, there's a phaser. Yeah, that's about it. Tr- Trelane's parents find up wind up being like green fart clouds. Yeah, I'm I'm giving it a five <laughs> out of ten. Yeah, they okay. they 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 did half their job there. Eh. What do you think? It, it gets a six for me because because of the noose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Hmm. <laughs> you get to a point in this episode. <laughs> You get to a point in this episode where, like, Trelane's got Kirk on trial. He's like, you will hang from the neck, and you see a noose. And he's like, I'll make this happen. And, like, you know, he's, he's going to hang him from the neck. And you see the noose start to move towards Kirk. Like, it's going to go around his neck, like, whoop. And you know that there's somebody up in the rafters whose job it is. It's like, I got to fucking move this noose along this fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> that gets that gets the extra point for me. I give it a six, just because somebody had the job of noose moving. Okay, it gets a five point five. I'll I'll give you I'll give you that. So uh, noose mover. <laughs> Hello. So uh, this is the bridge, and it's acting and story. 
So uh, it's, yeah. this this one very it's it's very uh, Kirk's very serious. Uh, yes. Spock's very serious. And then Bones is just getting drunk in the corner. Bones is just like, this brandy tastes like water. Doesn't even taste good, but I'm drinking it anyway. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's not even getting me drunk. I'm like, this is not even bourbon. This is just brown water. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Um, so. You know, this is an episode, in my opinion, of like very astute observation. Um,. Because obviously, like they're they're trying to figure out just how Trelane operates, so like they realize, oh hey look, there's a fire, but it's not putting off any heat. Hey look, there's food, but there's no taste. So obviously, he has the means to view us, but he doesn't have the means to actually understand what the substance of what these things are actually are. Sorry. <laughs> um, so so he you know where is Doctor Evil's where about? <laughs> thank you you're welcome anytime um so it was really interesting and also it, it kind of plays into something fast that like i like to imagine like something that kind of whatever you know somebody has has amused that if you did in fact go back in time like if you went 365 light years away from earth and you had a powerful enough microscope yeah because of the way that light works you would see dinosaurs. You wouldn't see us. You would see dinosaurs roaming around. So it kind of plays on that because apparently he's 900 light years away. Well, am I right? 900 or 900,000? I can't remember. I think uh, he's 900 light years 900 away. 900 light years away from Earth, and he was able to observe Earth. So obviously he doesn't see, you know, Starfleet. He doesn't see, you know, how Earth actually is at that moment. He's seeing fucking, you know, like post-revolutionary era, you know, America and France and what have you. So All right. So he's playing off of that, which is really interesting. So for the me. bridge, the uh it, it, the story was was it was it was engaging enough, I think. I thought it, it was, was it was it was it wasn't it wasn't I wouldn't think it was I wouldn't think it was brilliant. Um so I'm thinking I'm thinking 20 out of 30 for me. Uh I'm giving it a 29 out of 30. Because okay. it, it, it's, it's a very interesting what-if for me. We'll like, go with 25, then. Yeah. And um, not to mention, not to mention, technically, this is the first time that we meet the Qs. Now, you're going to see the Qs a lot in The Next he, Generation. He, but this he's is... The, he's the P. He's the P. For Pops. The PP. <laughs> the PP. <laughs> By the way... But, but yeah, we forgot to mention that. I teased, I, te- I teased that and I forgot to mention that. Well, yeah. when when they first saw the little script in in the the, the screen, hip hip hurrah! It said hip hip hurrah, and then I, I immediately called out. I was like, "Pops is hacked." This the, the, the one of the viewing. Oh, I love wrestling! I love wrestling! Oh, <laughs> just, just, so, just just Spock reading this. He goes, like, he goes <laughs> and greetings and felicitations. Just the just the fact that Spock's reading that with like his dry milk toast, like you know, like hip Greetings. hip hurrah, and I believe I'm pronouncing Greetings. it correctly. Tally ho, <laughs> you know, just tally ho. <laughs> I couldn't find it on there. It's it's one of my favorite moments from Spock. Just him saying tally ho. All right, like so... really, this motherfucker. What the fuck? Okay, so this one's gonna be real short. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. And this is the death count. No one died. No one died. So that gets a, a big old fat zero. So next, uh, we're quickly moving along here. We're yep. gonna go to uh, no Welshy this Just time. Just let me work for a little food. We're, we're going with the captain's log. So this is the captain's job. This is Kirk. How yeah. how was Kirk's job in this? 
Well, I mean, Kirk's job never changes necessarily, but like how he no, I mean how he handled, how he, yeah, how he operated. how he handled having an um, anomaly, anomaly, anomaly uh, of this proportion, anomaly. Um, <laughs> now I'll play along with you on that. Um, yeah, no, I um, really Kirk's, you know, this kind of solidifies that like his first and foremost duty is to the ship and its inhabitants and their safety. So he does a pretty good job of like negotiating and making sure that, you know, they're out of danger by putting himself on the line and making sure that, you know, um, whatever happens to him, whatever, as long as the crew's all right, that's, that's, you know, 10 for me. That's 10 for me. Yeah. He he did, he did a, he did a solid job. And I, c- uh, I couldn't ask more of Kirk at that point. No, I really I, couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't either. So, yeah. so next uh, we have uh, your battle stations. <coughs> and this is for the uh, the action and everything like that. So, so this is uh, 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 Kirk mainly chases around Tree Lane, yeah. or Tree Lane chases around Kirk. In something that seemed out of Metal Gear Solid Five, sorry, three Snake Eater, where like you know, snakes being chased around by Big Boss, <laughs> but he was way, like he was really way f- more gaily. You he, know, he was, was like he's like I'm getting going getting killed by the, the world's most fruity. I'm getting chased warrior. by Liberace with a sword. <laughs> it's kind of I mean it was kind of scary <laughs> a little bit because like the way that okay the way that Trelane was acting in that scene was that like he was acting like a fucking lunatic. He's just like, "Oh, this is fun. I love this. This is great. I'm going to do this with everyone on your ship." And I'm like, "This motherfucker's insane." Oh ins- god, no. This motherfucker's <laughs> insane. He Beat is. this dude's ass. And like, I don't know. Like it, it's it's interesting for me too because I I mean I'm giving it a seven, honestly, for action. Yeah, okay. What what, what I, occurred on here? What I'll, you? I'll, I'll go along party lines with that. I'll go with a seven as well. Yeah. Just because that sounds like a, a pretty solid like I mean, you know, Trelane does some pretty underhanded stuff where like he he thinks that he's won, but like really he's just caged Kirk in like a bitch. He's just <laughs> like, Look, there's there's cages. I've got you. I'm like, bitch, you cheated. Fuck you. <laughs> like I'm really? Bitch. Bitch, you cheated. You, you I ain't gonna. I ain't you gonna. broke my sword. You like, broke my sword. <laughs> and then you realize that Kirk's basically beating up a five-year-old, and I'm like, and you're like, fuck. All right, way to go break a five-year-old's toys, man. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, so this one is the transporter room, and uh, it got a lot of use. Inside out. I heard that. It's it turned inside out, and it exploded. So uh, this one is uh, actually. Oddly enough, even though no one really gets beamed per se that often, the concept of the of the transporter room is highly used. Yeah, I mean, technically, if if I remember correctly, I believe Trelane beamed down the entire ship. Yeah. Now he didn't use a transporter; he used his magic Q powers. Even though he's not a Q, we we don't know that he's a he's Q a P. At this point. He's a P. Whatever. Pee pee, pee pee. We are mature adults. Um, yes. The. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I feel I, like I, would, there's, I, I feel like transport happened quite a bit, and like give it a five. Okay. For, um, what about you? I give it a five. 
I'm standing. I mean, I either got to go low or high. Um, shit, I don't know. Let me think. Eh. Do, do, do. I guess a three. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, we're giving it. We're we're giving it a big old fat four. Okay. So uh, next one is the aliens and the bad guys in really uh, ten. Yeah, him, him. He's ten. Uh, highest score. Um, Trelane is one of the most interesting villains for me in season one. Um, I honestly think that he's one of them. Like the concept of Trelane for me is that uh, first and foremost, especially when you get into the cues. Uh, the the Q's are arrogant assholes with magic powers. Excuse me, Rear. Just one moment. What happened? Oh, oh, one more. Intruder alert on deck eight. It needed to be played. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Sorry, OC. <laughs> hello, Medjel Barrett. How are you? Um, but yeah, no, I um, I really um, yeah, I I really um, think that he's one of the more interesting characters to really like. At face value, granted, Trelane might seem kind of a lame character. Yeah. But when you really go into it, I mean, uh, first and foremost, this is a very highly educated alien. This is a very highly educated person who's been studying and has been trying to get as much right as possible despite his fallacies, despite not being able to actually understand how things work. He definitely sees how they're put together. And, you know, he studies interact. Just based on what you've seen, he's studied interactions between humans. Granted, it's humans from the 17th century, which is completely fucking wrong, especially when you're talking to somebody from the 22nd or 23rd century. But still, um, you know, the fact that he's got this massive intelligence, and yet in his species, he's considered a child. You know, it's it's interesting to kind of relate that to, you know, us as a species and how we relate to that. I agree. 20 out of 20. 20 out of 20. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, personally, um, just the fact that, like, his parents are like, Look, we're sorry. We know he, he's basically been a dick. You know, I, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was really cool. So this episode gets 71.5 out of 100. So it's a solid C. 72C. Word. I'll, I'll, I'll give him the old grade out curve. I'll, yeah. I'll bump it up. So uh, that pretty much wraps up that episode. Be- so before we get into that, um, I did actually see something on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it? Uh, there's something. To so do anyway, with- uh, I'll plug away while you do that. Um, yes. Um, okay. Castplaystudios.com/slash/amazon. Please go there for all your shopping needs. Uh, it helps support the studio. It helps. Uh, uh, us really move along here. Also, if you haven't visited our Patreon page, please do. And if you aren't, aren't able to contribute, please just share it to a friend that you know has a disposable income, if you know any, uh, of any. In this comedy, probably not. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so check out that at uh, patreon.com slash castwavestudios or mm-hmm. and then go, go to castwavestudios.com for all of your entertainment needs. Yes. Um... Something pertinent to the episode that we just um, that we just did. Um, check out Q Squared. It's a um, non-canon Star Trek: The Next Generation novel that was written by Peter David, released in July 1994. It spent two weeks on the New York Times bestseller list, and it's notable for bringing together Q and Trelane. Um, I haven't read it uh, necessarily, but just based on that alone, I'm like, I'm g- I'm gonna go out and read that, and maybe actually do a 
review of it on the show um, because I I really dig the Q and um, I want to see how he interacts with Trillian in that because I'm just imagining like how Q deals with this child <laughs> so <laughs> well yeah for Brian first officer Brian Massey first officer Brian Massey and myself Sean your captain Sean Holmes I say uh, live long and podcast felicitations and tally ho tally ho everybody <laughs>